Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 83, The Danger of the Dream Job Delusion, by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. And I'm Dan, welcome to Optimal Startup Daily, where I read to you every single day from some of the best blogs on entrepreneurship. And you might know Cal's name if you listen to uh, some of our other shows. He's narrated across several of the podcasts, and you can hear more from Cal by searching for Optimal Living Daily, wherever you're hearing this. But for now, let's get right to today's post from Cal as we optimize your life. The Danger of the Dream Job Delusion by Cal Newport of calnewport.com The Ivy League Farmer Earlier this summer, Julie and I attended a dinner at Red Fire Farm, a 110-acre organic farm in rural Gamby, Massachusetts. The dinner celebrated the strawberry harvest and the farmhands had set up tables under a tent overlooking the fruit fields. As we poured our wine, the farm's owner, Ryan Voiland, stood up to say a few words about this year's harvest. Ryan is young, only in his early 30s, a fact he tries to hide with a grizzled black beard. As he spoke, his few words stretched into an enthusiastic dissertation on rainfall and cabbage yields. Eventually, Ryan's wife Sarah took over, leading the group in a prayer to the earth goddess. As we sipped strawberry gazpacho, a group of college-aged farm interns formed a song circle in a patch of grass near the chicken coop. In the comfort of cynical Boston, the event would have felt over the top, but in the shaded fields of Granby, it made sense. When I looked over to the main table, I saw Ryan take in the scene. He was smiling. What makes Ryan's story canonical is its start. 10 years earlier, he walked out of Cornell University with an Ivy League diploma in his hand and headed straight into the offices of the Farm Service Agency where he secured a loan to buy his first farm property. A decade later, Red Fire is a success. It sells organic produce straight to the consumers through farmer's markets and a sold-out CSA. When I last visited the farm in mid-August, they were installing a $200,000 solar array. Ryan loves what he does and does it well. The Dream Job Trope Ryan has a dream job, which I define to be an occupation built around a hobby or casual side interest that you enjoy. Growing up, Ryan loved to garden, so naturally he started a farm. The dream job is a powerful trope in the job satisfaction literature. For example, here's the opening paragraph from a popular career advice guide. Quote, a New York investment banker becomes a small town college chef. A college professor becomes a chocolatier. An entrenched corporate exec converts to the ministry. End quote. These are all dream jobs. When Tim Ferriss tells his famous story of an attorney who drops everything to open a Brazilian surf shop, that's also a dream job, as are most of the examples touted in the perennially popular quit your terrible cubicle job to start a business advice guide niche. 
You like to cook? Become a chef. Love chocolate? Open a chocolate shop. Like surfing on exotic beaches? Open a surf shop, and so on. We're entranced by dream jobs. When we hear stories like the one that opened this post, we feel a rush of aspiration. Hundreds make a living writing books and blogs about mustering the courage to pursue dream jobs, and millions dedicate their day dreaming to the topic. In this post, however, I want to argue that this is a problem. The dream job trope isn't the path to job satisfaction, and it's not just harmless, wistful thinking. It's instead downright dangerous. I don't know what I want, but it might be this. In a fascinating study published in the Journal of Research and Personality in 1997, a research team led by Amy Resneski of the University of Michigan studied the differences between a job, a career, and a calling. Early in the paper, they describe a surprising finding. The way individuals view work may be a function of personality traits, not just reflections of the work itself. In other words, the reason why some people see their work as a calling might have little to do with the work itself and a lot to do with how the person approaches the work. Rezanuski's team, for example, found that the proportions of people calling their work a calling versus a career versus a job was about the same whether you looked at hundreds of people spread across dozens of occupations or focused on a small group that all have the same position at the same company. Around a year ago, inspired by this work, I launched my own informal study. My goal was to interview people who self-described as loving what they do. As my collection of interviews grew, I was struck by the normalcy of the respondents' jobs, which included a certified behavioral analyst, an executive assistant, a milkman, a personal trainer, an employee for a healthcare consultancy, an employee for a company that designs online ethics courses, a language instructor, and a computer programmer. None of these are dream jobs. Instead, their mundane nature reinforces Reznuski's findings. When it comes to loving what you do, the type of job you have might matter much less than what you do with it. This is where the dream job trope becomes dangerous. The more you're bombarded with messages promoting the dream job path to happiness, the more likely you are to ossify your view of the working world into normal boring jobs versus exciting dream jobs. Once you've made this division, you're much less likely to start investing the hard, unsexy, long-term work into your current career needed to grow it into something deeply fulfilling. You'll instead save this mental energy for your vague daydreams of starting a small-town wine store or teaching surfing in Cabo. See Ramit Sethi's exhaustively researched Earn 1K program for more details on the reality of making money by selling services. Here's a preview. Almost everyone who succeeds leverages a valuable skill they built up in a traditional job. Assuming you accept this premise, the question remains of how best to nurture this growth of your existing career into something inspiring. I don't know all the answers yet, but if you've been reading study hacks this past year, you know that my instincts lead me toward the importance of becoming very good at something rare and valuable, and then cashing in the career capital this generates for things you value. When you dive deeper into Ryan's story, for example, you discover that he grew up around farms and went to Cornell to study fruit and vegetable horticulture in their world-class ag school. His story is less about mustering the courage to follow his dreams and more about the determination required to systematically gather the difficult skills needed to succeed in a demanding but rewarding field. If these less sexy but ultimately more fulfilling ideas about work satisfaction interest you, stay tuned. Once we discard the saccharine tropes of the follow your passion camp, we face a lot more exploration to figure out what's really going on. You just listened to the post titled, The Danger of the Dream Job Delusion by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you to Cal, who is a popular writer with a book that's being talked about everywhere, it seems. That's Deep Work, one of six self-improvement books that he's written. He completed his undergraduate studies at Dartmouth College in 2004 and received a PhD from MIT in 2009 in computer science. He was a postdoctoral associate in the MIT Computer Science Department from 2009 to 2011, and in 2011, he joined Georgetown University as an assistant professor of computer science and was granted tenure in 2017. His work focuses on distributed algorithms in challenging networking scenarios, you know, basic stuff. And again, he has multiple popular books that are worth checking out, plus his blog, which is called Study Hacks. And last, you can check out his relatively new podcast called Deep Questions, and you can find all of that at calnewport.com. Okay, that's gonna do it for today. Thank you so much for being a subscriber to our show. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.